What's up, everybody? This is Titus Glenn, and you are listening to Unchurching, Healing Religious Trauma, and Owning Your Spiritual Identity. This is the place where we talk about deconstructing your faith, owning your spiritual identity, and healing religious trauma. Now, today, y'all, we are talking about something that is so dear to my heart, Christian music or gospel music, whatever you want to call it. And we're going to talk about the effects of it when it comes to religious trauma. So stay tuned for this episode of Unchurching, Healing Religious Trauma and Owning Your Spiritual Identity. Find yourself, be yourself. And let others do the same. Find yourself, be yourself. So we are getting ready to go deep. Well, let's just say it's deep for me and it might be deep for those that are listening, those that are on this journey of deconstructing that love listening to Christian music, gospel music. But now that you are deconstructing, you're like, what do I listen to? Because those songs, that music still resonates some days and some days is literally sending you in a space to where it's like, how do I get out of here? Because my emotions are are all over the place. And I don't know if I believe this anymore. And I don't know if I should be listening to this anymore. And so we're just going to talk. I'm going to talk and I'm going to share my experience. But before I share my experience, I want to introduce you guys to a clip that I heard on TikTok, I actually heard it on Facebook, but this person is on TikTok by the name of Brittany Spivy, Spivy, I believe that's her name. And she brought about this point about imposter syndrome. So I'm going to play this for you and then we'll tie it into my take on how I believe all this is a is has to do with or goes into religious trauma. So check this out this clip out and I'll be right back. All right. So I have a theory. My therapist mentioned to me, well, she brought it to my attention that I have imposter syndrome. Right. And I started thinking, she gave me a homework assignment to try to figure out where it comes from. I have a thought. I wonder if those of us who were raised like really traditional and churchy, really religious ways, what if our imposter syndrome comes from that? What if our imposter syndrome or my imposter syndrome comes from church? Now, keep in mind, I'm not saying it comes from God because I know how people are going to be and God wouldn't do that. That's not what I'm saying. I don't believe it comes from God. Not at all. But the system. Let me tell you why I say this. Outside of TikTok, I work as a vocal coach. Most people don't know that because I don't talk about that here, but I've been doing that full time for a very long time. And my siblings and I, it's four of us, we used to sing in church. I have been singing how unworthy I am for over 30 years. I have been singing about how unworthy I am my entire life. 
I have been singing about how I don't deserve this and I don't deserve that my entire life. I've been taught to be afraid of money. I'm not your average vocal coach. I teach the spiritual side of the voice, how what we say and sing, how it manifests. So I'm like, man, my entire life, I have been singing these affirmations to myself unknowingly my entire life, singing how I wasn't good enough. I wasn't worthy. I did not deserve this. I didn't deserve that. I didn't deserve love. Keep in mind, I didn't say this comes from God, but what if those of us who were raised that way, what if part of our imposter syndrome comes from church. Now I look back at my life and I'm like, wow, I affirmed all of this. This It's not going to be everybody's story. It's not going to be everybody's story, but it is making sense to me. And it was my assignment for my therapist to figure out where does your imposter syndrome, if you are someone who struggles with that, where did it come from? And we are back. So that was in itself just mind blowing to me because I can identify with everything that she is saying. Those that have crossed over into the spiritual space to where you no longer consider yourself religious. A lot of things that I'm learning and have talked to other people about is our reality and what we are go through, what we are go through, go through. Let me get that out. What we go through is really stem from my thoughts first. And then those thoughts becoming words and what we say and watching that particular TikTok. And watching what she was saying or listening to what she was saying really resonated with me, not just as someone who listens to Christian gospel music, but as a songwriter myself of that genre. And I wanted to talk, just share my heart, because I've been in that place of really having to unpack what these songs mean to me. And what they did mean to me at one point, because they brought so much value. I remember talking to a mentor, my a mentor of mine, and one of the songs that came to mind when I was starting on my journey is this song. Draw me nearer, nearer, blessed Lord, to the cross where thou hast died. Draw me nearer, nearer, blessed Lord, to thy precious bleeding side at the cross, at the cross. So singing that at one point when I was really tied to religion used to shift and wreck houses. But in this framework of deconstructing and finding out what I believe and what I'm going to rest in in this next cycle of life has really caused me to really think about what those words really mean. And this is no ill will. I have no ill will, no nothing bad to say for those that still find refuge in these songs, because I feel like they have meaning still to those that are there. And I think for me, they still have meaning at times as I am. I don't want to say teeter teeter tottering. That's not what I am. I am really going through this notion of what do I believe? But I said all that to say when I was talking to my mentor 
and expressing what these songs were doing in the space to where I was confused about what they were saying. I'm saying all that to say it's a real place. It's a real place to be confused and to be in a place of trying to figure it out, figure it out because these songs played so much of a significant role in how you were shaped and developed. And I want you to know, whoever's listening to this, that you're not by yourself. When I reflect back on listening to what Brittany was saying and even some of the things that we all have subjected subjected ourselves in atmospheres, we have songs that talk about unworthiness and wretched man and really talking about our humanity in a bad space in a really bad space. And just imagine if your words have power, how much work do you have to do to really heal that area? To really heal every time you sang a song that said you were wretched or you was woe or you was low or you was shamed or whatever that is. The amount of times that you've had to go to a service to hear songs that spoke about your humanity in a negative way. Even from songs about you are unlovable, but God loved you anyway. Like to me, that is now in the space of confusion because. I believe and I have witnessed in this space on my journey that regardless of what you do, you're going to be loved. Regardless of where you go, who you are connected with, you're going to be loved by God because God is love. And when you when you begin to realize some of these things that we have subjected ourselves to and how we lingered in it, it makes you want to really reconsider what you put in your ear. And I'm even in the point of just rewriting some of the songs that I've written or even rewriting some of the songs that other people have written because they no longer resonate in that way. So I'm going to give you some tools, y'all, on what I have done to help me navigate navigate that space of songs that I used to vibe with but no longer vibe with. So one of the things that I've done, and I've kind of already said it, but I'm just going to say it again just to kind of lock it in. One of the things that I've done, I have start to reclassify what those songs mean, mean to me. So there's a song that I recently posted 
My eyes are on you. My eyes are on you. Christ Jesus. So in the awareness that I am at, I believe that Christ is your the conscious man. And so I was in class last week or two weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago. I was in class. <laughs> I'm working on my license or certificate to be a minister of spiritual consciousness. And one of the things that we was talking about is that not a lot of people are aware that in the Bible, they use Jesus Christ, but then they use Christ Jesus in the word, right? So sometimes you'll see Jesus Christ and sometimes you'll see Christ Jesus. Well, in that class, we were talking about when you see Jesus Christ, you were taught, we were learning and looking at how, first of all, Christ is not Jesus' last name and that it was his anointing. So when you looked at Jesus Christ, when you read that, you're looking from the standpoint of Jesus walking in his call and his anointing, right? But when you look at Christ Jesus, you're looking at the I am presence, meaning your I amness or your consciousness, the power that works within you. So that original song that I was singing, my eyes are on you. I believe the original song says my eyes are on you, Lord Jesus. But for me, I had to reconnect it to a space to where I could really hone in and make it personal to me again. So I flipped it and said, Christ Jesus, because my eyes are on the God within. And I can't believe I'm saying that out loud, but I believe I'm in that space to where I'm getting becoming more comfortable with who I am because I still believe in Jesus, the man. But my ideas of who he is and who he was has changed based upon reading and researching and life experiences that I've had personally with the spiritual practices that I now rest in and and do. And so that's just in one example of how I have altered how I partake in songs. So if there's a song out there, don't be afraid to rewrite it in a way that's meaningful to you. Now, if you're going to record and release it, you might have to get permission to do that. But for your own healing, for your own journey, it's OK to rewrite that song. Now, the other way that's kind of tied to that rewriting is if you if you keep it the same, find a diff, find the meaning that works for you. So I have this song called Teshuva that I haven't released yet. And. One of the words in the song is, thank you for loving me enough to bring me back to you. Now, when I first wrote that song, it was more so in the context of God being outside and God above. But now when I sing and think about that song, I think about the context of God, Christ within. And so God so loved me or allowed me to be aware that now I can tap in to the awareness of loving myself, that I became awakened to love me again. And there are other songs 
out there that I'm pretty sure you can keep the same. I just use mine as an example, Um, especially when it comes to songs about sin, because when you look at the word sin, it means to miss the mark. And really missing the mark is anything that is contrary to your purpose. Doing anything that is not associated with your purpose is sin. So the things that we've called sin in these religious settings is really not sin. So when you write a song based upon inaccurate teachings of what sin is, it could be harmful in this space of reawakening or coming into a spiritual space. Now, if it works for you and you understand it, great. But for those that are deconstructing and finding out what things mean to them and still hold on to these songs that brought them through, like there are so many songs that have brought me through that I'm having to reconnect. And one of those songs is the hymn, What a Friend We Have in Jesus, because I still I still believe in Jesus, so it's okay to call him friend, you know? And I I am having to rectify within myself that I've done nothing wrong. And those songs have laid a foundation for me to go deeper. How do I go deeper? I can go deeper again by songwriting, rewriting the song. Uh, number two, refining a meaning for the song. Um, and then... I could just let the song stay what it is and I just resonate with the song for what it is in that moment. And sometimes that takes maturity. Sometimes that just takes time. I was in class, like I said, three weeks ago. And one of the things that we were talking about was grief. And the context of grief to me wasn't about losing a person It was about losing my religion because as a devout Christian, this process of finding God again is one that is so, 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 I can't even find the word. It's scary and not scary to just put you in a, in a dumper, but but exciting, scary at times because you're learning so much, but it can make you angry at times. It can make you sad at times because you're really trying to figure out what's true, what's not true. And a lot of the world that we live in is centered around music. I mean, if the music is not in church, it's in your car, it's in the grocery store. Music is everywhere. So when you're coming through religious trauma and you're learning how to heal from it, a big piece of that puzzle is finding music, finding music that you can resonate with. And I think this is the the third or fourth point. I can't remember where we at. It's the fourth point. Let's call it the fourth point. The fourth point in healing from music or music that has healing from music. I'm trying to figure, watch my words. Healing from music that you used to be in love with. One of those things you can do is find different music. Find different artists that can identify or allow you to 
not be anxious. So for me, I've found meditation music or I've found instrumental music where I don't have to listen to lyrics and I can just take moments just to bathe in the music and not worry about what's being sang. So there's 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 that. So I thought the whole TikTok was interesting. I feel like there's so many people that are waking up because these theologies have brought so much harm to us, especially as millennials. I'll speak for myself. It has brought so much harm for me because nothing is okay. I.e., and I know I keep on repeating this, but for me, it was my divorce and how I was doing that. There are are other things that people go through. If it's not makeup, it's pants. If it's women that want to be ministers but can't be ministers. I saw a video maybe this year sometime about this preacher saying that men are going to hell for wearing beards. All kinds of stuff. And the way that Things are being revealed. It's becoming more obvious that the things that we were told and that used to get us through and sustain us, we're literally having to find something else to stand on. If not something else, we're having to go a little deeper so that we can hold on to faith. So I hope that helped. Whoever is listening, listen, listen, Linda, listen. (laughs) If you want to write, hit me up. This is my lane, y'all. I am in the process of really figuring out, like, what is my next catalog of songs going to look like? Because I feel like there's a shift spiritually with people that are starting to call God. Let me not say it like that. They're starting to have a different experience with who God is to them. And sometimes it may challenge the gender areas concerning God. And we all know that God is not a gender. is not based on male and female, but a lot of our songs put a gender on God. And so I am looking and wondering what that's going to look like for people that are walking away from that idea of God being he. And I know that there is some, Churches and religions out there that are that are already calling God a she. Um, and I'm you know, I'm still in the midst of learning what that is. At this point, God is just God. And I understand for those that might be like, well, Titus, what are you talking about? Well, you going too far. God is a he. I'm not here to debate with you. I'm just saying overall in our reality, things are changing. Now, God doesn't change. Right. But there are things in our reality that's making us question a lot of what we've been exposed to. And I'm here just to allow a platform for us to talk through it. Be okay with sharing what we feel because it needs to happen. It needs to take place. Because the only way we can heal collectively is to talk about it and create opportunities for us to heal through it. So 
Y'all, that is our show for tonight. I want to leave you with the meditation. If you are in this space of trying to figure out what music you want to listen to or songs are coming up and you're feeling triggered by them, I want to leave you with a meditation that will help you clear that space. Okay, so this is the point where you can stop this recording and come back to it or stop the podcast and come back to it so that you can use this tool. So go ahead and close your eyes. And I want you to breathe in for three, hold for three, and then release the breath for three. So breathe in, one, two, three, hold, two, three, out, two, three. Breathe again, one, two, three, hold, two, three, out, two, three. One more time. Breathe in, one, two, three, hold, two, three, out, two, three. I want you to clear your mind. And I want you to say these words. I am okay. I accept peace. I allow peace to enter here. I say that again. I am okay. I accept peace. I allow peace to enter here. And I want you to envision where in your body you want to send that peace. If it's to your mind, if it's to your heart. And I want you to envision peace going into that space. Wherever you may be feeling triggered, think of peace going there. And once you're ready, open your eyes. So you guys, that is our show for today. Please. If you have not followed me, go follow me on all social media, Titus Glenn Official. We are here talking about unchurching, and I can't wait to we continue to talk about these conversations with more guests, more people to just spread this opportunity that we get to have these conversations. So until next week, guys, you guys take care. Have a good evening and the rest of the work week. Find yourself, be yourself And let others do the same Find yourself, be yourself And let others do the same Find yourself, be yourself